All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Impression Podcast. Your host, first time today, Ryan Harrison. And I would like to introduce our special guest, a close and good friend of mine, practically a family. She's from Murrieta, California. And I would like to introduce songwriter and visionary Jihan Ezria. Jihan, thank you so much for being on our show today. Yeah, Ryan, thank you for having me. Um, it's a real honor to be able to just tell your story. So yeah, it means a lot. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna get into today is the story and the origin and the topic of our um, episode, which is being your mm -hmm. own creation. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but Jihan, I wanna break down um, what got you into the music industry? Where did it all start? Where did this passion for music, songwriting, producing, come from mm -hmm. and talk me a little bit of, uh, through that for me. Yeah, of course. So um, growing up, I've always had like ideas come to my head, like song ideas. And I remember in second grade, I, I, you know, was in the talent show and I wrote my own song and I performed it. But like what happened was I got bullied a lot because of my voice. So it, I got really insecure and I was like, you know what? No one's going to really take me seriously. So I kind of stopped for a little bit, but it wasn't until um, my senior year when it was like ready to like figure out what do you want to do with your life, like um, college or, or, you know, get a job and so on and so forth. And I was like, no, like I need to do music. So someone told me like, you need to reach out to this vocal or vocal coach, Gwen Sanborn. So I called her and I was like, Hi, um, I'm I'm ready to sing and I I want to be a singer and pop star and you know she was so sweet and she's like yeah like come on in and I did vocal lessons but I would always give her ideas like production ideas songwriting ideas and she's like I need to take you to this producer and I want to see what you guys could do together so I was introduced to Thomas Barcel and. He was the one that really taught me, you know, the structure of a song because yes, I knew how to like, I knew how to put ideas down, but I didn't know the structure yet. Mm -hmm. So he kind of gave me that professional uh, recording experience and I did my first song with him. Um, then what I did is I wanted to be in tune with music so much that I took internships at labels and then, um, you know, I was networking and trying to get in touch with many other people. Um, I ended up doing like three songs professionally with him mm -hmm. and we released that. I went to college for business and you know, that's when I was really at a crossroad with my life. I graduated, but I remember comparing myself to everybody because they were like, oh, like I already have a job lined up. I have an interview and I'm thinking, okay, like, do I need to find a corporate job now too? Like, what am I going to do? And, you know, I also want to bring up like, mentally, I went into a huge depression. Not many people talk about this, okay? Because the music or being an entrepreneur, there's the highs and the mm -hmm. really lows. For sure. So, you know, I hit a huge depression. I remember, 
you know, I graduated, but I didn't know what I, what I, you know, what, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to get a corporate job like everybody else? Or am I going to just follow my dreams and music and continue working at a restaurant that I'm not happy at? And um, one of my professors, he's actually a really close friend of mine now, but he's my mentor too. Um, I was trying to go to a music school, Musicians mm -hmm. Institute. And I was in the process of doing the application. I got accepted and I told him and I was, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to a music school. And he's like, no, he said, you're not meant to um, be behind a desk and you're not meant to go to school. You need a mentor. And he's like, go home, go on LinkedIn and write producers in LA and say, you want to get your foot in the door. So, you know, I did just that. And the only one that responded was the one from Sony Music. His name is Cinematic, the producer. And I remember like, he was like, what can I, what can I do for you? And I was like, I, I really want to get my foot in the door. And he's like, okay, um, let's have an hour meeting. And like, I want to see what you can, you know, what you can do, what you can bring to the table. If anything, you get an hour of free advice. So what happened was, um, I ended up going. I went to that meeting. It like I didn't know what I was like going into because you know I was going to LA meeting for someone that I didn't even know, and you know I went to his studio and he walks in and he's like, "How can I help you?" And I was like intimidating. I was like, "Um, I I really want to be like a songwriter and I just I feel like I need guidance." And and he was like, "Well, is your music good?" I was like, yeah, like, it's good. I had some releases in the past. Like, I think it's good. He's like, no, like, is it radio quality industry standards good? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I thought I was at a level, which I clearly wasn't. Um, so he's like, let's go to the studio. So he plays my music. And I remember this like it was yesterday. He's like, hmm, it's, it's okay. It's not, it's not like great, but it's okay. And he was like, you're here and you need to be here. So we were talking for a little bit and it almost was a meeting to where he gave me feedback and we go our separate ways. But I knew like I needed to continue that relationship. So I was like, no, like, let me say something. I said, Steve Jobs said, if you want to be the best, you have to work with the best people. So I'm working with you. And that like pivoted the entire meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Then what happened was, you know, we had um, songwriting sessions and he critiqued every line that I wrote, every melody. And that really brought out like the songwriter that I'm meant to be. So, you know, it's it's definitely a crazy experience. So, yeah. No, no, no. I like that. I like that. There's my full story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. We're done. Uh, now, you brought up some really good points that I want to be able to touch upon with our audience because I think they're important as entrepreneurs um, in different fields, you in the music industry, I work within health and fitness. Uh, but the idea that you said, like, you were blasting out emails left and right to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. How many emails did you think you sent out to producers, um, companies for, for your music over that period of time when you were, like, told that's what you needed to do? I mean, I wrote, a, a, honestly, I don't have the number, but I, I wrote quite a few producers. Okay. Yeah. And you got one person to reply. And the only person that has a backing 
with like a label. Mm-hmm. The other ones didn't really have like a backing. They were producers, but like they weren't signed to a major label. So that really shows how humble cinematic is, mm-hmm. you know? So you would say like that experience, because I think a lot of people get co- so consumed by like trying to do the right thing or the best thing that they get caught up in that area and they kind of get stuck in it. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, and you've seen it too, you had one person, one opportunity, and it kind of, I would say, maybe jump-started you in that direction or kept you kind of focused yeah. on your career, focused on, hey, I can actually do this thing for a full-time opportunity. And that's where, and it might be right there, but that was kind of my next question is, when did it change from, hey, I like music or I love music. It's a cool hobby. I can you know, play this instrument or you know, sing in the shower, record a few songs, but where did it change from, hey, it's a hobby to shit, I can actually do this for a living or hey i want to do this for for a living Mm -hmm. so the pivotal moment for me as like a songwriter was when i did a songwriting camp and you know at first like everyone at that camp was already like clicks like they Mm -hmm. were already like you know grouped together and um when you're in a when you're in a um environment like that you don't want to barge into anyone's vibe mm. on songs they're already working with. So I remember I was like, okay, like I'll I'll come up with something. Like I found a track, I wrote to it, and one of the guys that was in the camp, he's a rapper, um, PB, and I told him I said, hey, I wrote this song. Your part starts at I think a minute and twenty nine seconds. Like write a rap to it. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember I presented the idea who uh to thomas who was running the camp and i was sing- i was like let me sing some background vocals so when i perform it like you know it will be good it'll be great for everyone to like experience and he's like no he's like chihan if you sing this song you're gonna ruin it <laughs> and i was like wow and that's another thing too my ego was in it mm-hmm. like i was like no i wrote the song like i'm gonna sing it like, I want to be the star, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that actually really brought me down to earth. I was like, oh, wow, okay. He, and that's when he told me, he's like, you need to do what's best for the song, not what's best for you. I like that. So like that. Um, we ended up calling this girl, Ashley, and she came in and, and she performed the song with PB, and it won. Mm-hmm. It won the camp. And that's when I was like, wow, like, I... I it was me against so many other people Mm -hmm. so many great talented people who like went to school for music and like you know like they had amazing songs and holy crap my song won so i was like wow i could really do this for a living i think i have what it takes Mm -hmm. i just didn't have the right guidance at that time Mm -hmm. um and yeah no i i like that i like that um I, I like this concept about just having that one opportunity and like making the most of it. And, and it sounds like you had that calling. You've always had it kind of underneath you and it's always been there. And then a few of these experiences in your life kind of just kept pulling you towards it. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, winning um, the song, uh, I guess, best song or the best songwriting camp, okay, yeah. songwriting camp. Um, and being able to just be like, dang, like, like regardless of, where people come from Mm -hmm. what background they have in music um you know who they know you're over here and you just did what you needed to do and it 
they want it. So mm-hmm. I, I love that just being kind of like the underdog or being the person that maybe is counted out or mm-hmm. um, is looked at maybe differently because you said like you were your bully for your voice, but none of that necessarily stopped you at all. Yeah. Right. You really need to have thick skin mm-hmm. in the music industry. Like you do, you need to, like, you, in my opinion, fight for your visions and fight for your dreams because, like, here's another instance. Okay. Um, you recently saw my latest project, Machine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I released it as a songwriter and visionary. So I released it as the main artist and I have a feature vocalist on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I presented that, that, you know, concept to, um, I remember cinematic, I was like, Hey, like I'm going to be the artist for the song. And it wasn't machine at the time. It was actually dark shadow. I'm just saying that as an example. Okay. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. So, um, he was telling me, he was like, Jihan, you know, it's not really, it doesn't really work that way. Like you're a songwriter, you're getting credit for the song. Like, that's just, you know, it doesn't make sense for you to be the artist. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, just give me, just give me a shot with Dark Shadow. Let me prove you wrong. Like, let me, let me show you guys what I'm talking about. Let me show you what's in here. So, you know, we recorded the song and um, uh, I brought in this vocalist, Salvo. She's phenomenal. And we recorded it. Then came the music video. Mm-hmm. I'm the type that wants to give an experience to the art audience. I just don't want to give you guys a song to listen to, okay? So we did the music video. It was a good me versus a bad me. I always had that in my head, but I didn't have the song yet. Then I wrote Dark Shadow. And I remember he saw the video and he's like, okay, he's like, you're, you are an artist. You're a visionary. So it was just a matter of me saying like, no, like, just give me a shot here. Let me show you what I'm talking about. And, you know, that's when it really like that. When I released that song, that's when people were like, okay, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I got you now. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say like, you need to have thick skin. Um, it's a- great to take feedback. It's amazing. Like be open to learning. But, you know, at some point, you don't want to be overpowered to mm-hmm. where it's just like their ideas you kind of want to you know and i'm not saying cinematic did that he loved my ideas and such but i'm saying in general um you want to fight for some of your ideas as well mm-hmm. or else it will go in another direction you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um yeah sometimes it's just about like really really speaking out for your dreams and making it happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that sticking up for yourself and and going after what you want now it kind of leads us into the question i wanted to ask and you touched upon it a little bit um in the music industry there's this idea that it's very difficult to you know quote unquote make it like mm-hmm. make it big a lot of people write music but can you get to the level where you're producing it um at you know a point where your songs are on the radio or your youtube channel is blowing up what are some of the adversities that you've dealt with in the music industry, um, whether that be financially, personally, mentally, maybe even physically, that has gotten you to this point? And how did you overcome some of those situations or some of those obstacles that you've faced along your career as an artist, as a producer, as a songwriter? Well, first of all, let me point out that being an entrepreneur or like going after like the music industry, you're always gonna have battles. 
you're mm-hmm. always gonna have things to like overcome um but honestly i you have to be the one that believes in yourself so much that you're willing to like you know get rid of all the noise mm-hmm. that's like a people telling you you can't do that you can't do that hey it's just not that's just not how we do it in the industry you need to be willing to challenge the status quo and do what it takes to make it happen like i'll say right now i i think i spent like for the machine project um i think i spent like around like 8 grand to make that happen mm-hmm. i'm a server i had to wash dishes i had to bust tables i i don't know how many tables i had to take to make that happen but you literally have to do what it takes to to um make your dreams happen and and don't put yourself on a high horse like no it's going to come to me no you need to work and you need to make it happen you need to make it come to or you need to go after it so um that financially it's tough mm-hmm. music uh it's hard to make money unless like your song is a massive hit unless like it goes viral on TikTok nowadays unless you have a good licensing opportunity it's really hard and you're not going to see money for a while so the way i see it with these projects it's worth investing into that because i'm building a portfolio to where like i can show people like hey this is what i've done in the past like i can press play and they're going to take me seriously mm-hmm. you know they're going to be like oh that's cool like that's not really that hasn't really been done before like that's dope and that will start a conversation that will open doors so don't just think about it being a money factor like i'm going to make money right now no that will come but you need to you need to realize like sometimes you have to go through dirty dishes and and like um serving tables and and all these like people telling you don't do that it's not really done or you know um sometimes you just have to go through all that to and fight for it to really make it happen and when i released it like everyone was just happy and they were like wow like this is actually really good and i was like see <laughs> i told you <laughs> uh, no, no, no. i told you it's uh yeah i was actually at the release party you know that um yeah. and we're gonna get into the song into a little bit and provide our viewers just a not a sneak peek at this point but just a little little trailer of it uh but it was knowing you and then going to watch that and then you know hearing some of the parts you played earlier but then actually getting to see it all together was like like damn like and then being part of it too i was i was in the music video you're gonna see you know my arm in it or whatever but uh just putting it all together a lot of people just don't understand um uh, you just explained it perfectly i can't even explain what you just explained but you have to you grew you go you grow through what you go through and i think that's a big big point yeah i was about to screw it up but no i said it it right but you had to serve, you had to watch this, you had to go through some of these difficulties to get you to where you are. And now that you are where you are and you wanna to continue to climb, which we'll go into later on your end goal and your vision uh, you know, in the future, you have to go through some of those battles to appreciate how far you've come, to appreciate where you are right now. And then yeah. seeing something like that come together and you're like, it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. No matter the money, no matter the time, no matter the blood, sweat, tears you had to put in other, you know, work or jobs, I, it just, it, it's cool to see it full circle and even talking about it after you've produced it. I, uh, yeah, no, no, no it just, it's a good feeling. I don't, I don't, I don't know where I was going with it, but it's no, all good. Cool. Um, so now, 
Uh, like you said, uh, the song I'll let you introduce it and all. The song is called Machine. Uh, yep. Jihan just released it in October. Yeah, October eleventh. It's on all streaming platforms. Music video is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all right. So uh, without further ado, what I like to do, if you uh, want to play a, a part of it uh, to our audience, mm-hmm. um, you know, they be able to listen to it. I, I definitely like the vibe, and we'll get into it in a second of how you kind of put it all together and just the just mm-hmm. the genres that you put together I, i'll just stop talking you you go for it you throw it on I'll and um, it? yeah go for it all That's that's pretty cool. Now that is, we talked about this earlier, and if you've ever watched it, I don't really watch it, but people always tell me like, yo, that could be in Stranger Things. Like it's a combination between like the '80s '90s vibe, but like mm-hmm. the futuristic contemporary. I'm no touch. exactly. You it's you can give touch. me all the cool <laughs> definitions and and behind the scenes. Um, I'm no expert in music chore- choreography production, whatever it may be. But get into a little bit about. Uh, the vision behind it, um, which is kind of related towards our topic of being your own creation, being yeah. accepting, um, not judging, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, and kind of what you saw for it, what the goal is with it, and kind of how you came about the idea. So, fun fact, it all started because I, in my head, I had like a little vision of me going like this to a scientist. Okay. And I was like, hmm. I had a hmm moment, right? I was like, that's cool. Like, you know, I, I got Terminator vibes and all that. So um, that's when I explored the idea more. And I, you know, wrote the song and I presented it to Cinematic. And I wrote I wrote the song like five, rewrote the song like five times, okay? I presented it to Cinematic and he's like, Jihan, it's not there yet. Concept has been done millions of times. Like, it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I rewrote it again and again to where I was like, this is, I think this is it. We have something. I took it to Lars. Lars, who, by the way, is um, a great friend and mentor of mine who is critically involved in my music journey, by the way. Um, he, I took it to him and he's like, oh, okay, like, this could work. And I said, yeah, um, it will be dope. Um can you sing the demo? Because <laughs> uh, I need a male vocalist. It's, it's uh-huh. meant for a male. And right away, I was thinking, Weekend, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. you know, um, I love how he just takes the time to, like, help me with my visions. He believes in me, like, you know, even from the start. Like, he always, like, did his best. Like, how can we get you there? How can I get you? Um, how can I get you? Um, I can't think about it. Um how can I get you with a song, like with an artist? Like I need to get you there. Like mm-hmm. that's my goal for you. Um, so, you know, he heard it and then he even came up with like lyric ideas. Cause some of the lyrics I had, it wasn't strong enough. And mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, like that, like just do this. And I was like, Oh, dope. Cool. So, you know, I had him sing my reference that I recorded and like, um, I presented that to cinematic and he was like, Okay, we have something here. 
And I was like, yep. And I said, here's my music video idea. I explained, I remember I explained the whole like vision to him. And I wanted to come in. Well, first of all, the song is about um, this girl who's misunderstood by people. And the singer saying, I have your back. Like when people say you're like cold, like a machine, mm-hmm. I have your back. I'm not going to let that phase me. I'm going to be there no matter what. Then for the music video, and especially with what we're going on with the world today or what we're going through with the world today, which is sad um, with discrimination. I was like, let me put a discrimination factor and make it about a scientist who brings a machine to life and it gets rejected by society. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to go pursue that angle for the video. I want to go a little deeper with it. Um, and then I remember... I was getting an oil change to my mechanic. I was telling him and I was like, oh my God, you're going to be the antagonist. And he's like, what? Uh, he's, I was like, no, I need someone like you. You're, you're, you know, you're built like I, I'm a machine. Like I need to push you and you need to fall. So like, it looks like there's no <laughs> way a little girl like me could push this guy. That's where it shows that I'm the machine. Right. So I was like, no, like I need you. P.S. Eric Johnson, Johnson Sato, shout out. You know, there you go. yeah, um, little shout out. Um, yeah. and then, and he's like, Oh my gosh, I have an idea. Like, he loves riding bikes, mm-hmm. and his friend owns uh, Harley's, uh, Harley, it's Harley's custom um, motor shop. And he's like, We're gonna have bikers in it, and um, let's let's make it to where like the bikers, you know, are involved. And I was like, That's it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the bikers that are going to, you know, I don't want to give out anything, but we involve the bikers into like that discrimination storyline, but I don't want to give away too much. But yes, like we brought that in and it made the video like much more intense. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine, Cami Storm, she's an actress. So I was like, hey, like, how would you like to play the scientist? Like, you know, I would love to have a female scientist mm-hmm. in a way. We don't really shine light on that. So I purposely, I made it a female. Okay. Or the science is a female. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really how it came together. Uh, The director, Eric Bergamini, he is so good. He he directed Dark Shadow, too, by the way. Um, He is just so good at, like, bringing my visions to life. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I remember I called him up, and he's like, okay, interesting. Like, let's see what we can do. And, yeah, like, we, we brought it to life, and... You know, now it's it's such a great feeling just watching the final product and like thinking, wow, like that was in my head at one point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, that's that's incredible. I, I always am interested uh, to hear kind of the, the story behind it, because I think whatever any of us are doing in life, we're always trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be music. It could be um videography it could be uh other you know health and fitness whatever it may be um and just hearing kind of the story and the makeup of it how it started in here i mean you hit it on the dot i think a lot of the times it all starts up in here it's Mm -hmm. a vision first what we believe to be possible is actually possible but it starts in our mind yeah Uh, so it's beautiful that you mentioned that um and now one more thing before I ask my final question, uh, you started talking about it and it relates towards our topic about kind of being your own creation, being who you are, um, being able to accept. I remember when you, um, 
you were talking about the music video at your release party, like, and you gave that speech about being true to who you are and being genuine, you know, like that, that moved me. Mm -hmm. Can you touch upon that a little bit for our viewers before uh, we close out? Yeah, of course. Well, first off, um, it was not any, it's, it's been a really tough year. Okay. Um, so my dad passed away two weeks before we had to shoot the music video. Mm. And, um, I, you know, I just remember like saying, wow, like, I don't know what to do at this point. Like I just, my entire family, like we just all kind of felt lost. And I remember just that turning point, like, no, like we need to bring this music video to life. And I went to the team and I said, we're dedicating this project to my dad. So I ended up going through um, shooting the video. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was tough, but, you know, we made it happen. So, yeah, like, that was a lot to really push through. And honestly, like mentally, it really does take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. It does. It was not an easy process to, to, you know, bring it to life. But that speech, like, the whole point was um, my family's life changed in a second. Mm -hmm. And it's about how we react. Some people will completely go downhill and some people will, you know, stay strong and continue to move forward because that's what my dad would have wanted me to do. And I wanted to spread that message that we have one life and fighting for your dreams or whatever you want to do, you it's it's just so important to just like make that happen because it's just crazy like my dad was gone in a second and that can happen to any of us that can happen to me that can happen to you for sure and when i do go like i want to be able to i want to say like i made my dreams happen i i brought my visions to life i have something to leave behind a legacy to leave behind and you know um and just just go from there I hope that answered your question. Nah, yeah, you answered it and then some. Hey, you're gonna make me cry on here. Um, but now nah, that I appreciate you sharing um, and opening with that, I think that um, yeah, that did some justice and just provided kind of a, a story behind the story of you just you keep giving me stories on the song, and I love that. Um, now nah, that storyteller. <laughs> there you go. You that, that's exactly what you're doing. Uh, but you. you you keep hitting it on the dot and i think it's something that we reiterate week after week after week is you only got one shot at this yep. you know you had one opportunity you took it um you can't take life for granted you can't go out there and expect uh you know everything to be okay you got to go after it you got to go through some struggles you got to go through hell and back to get to where you want to be and recognize that right here this is truly the only moment you have you're not guaranteed tomorrow um, everything can be gone just like that. So yeah. what are you going to do right now with your life? Me? And, oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were asking another question. All right. I, well, like, no, I have one more question. It was more <laughs> rhetorical, just like a little like motivation to end the day. But, um, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> what, the last thing I want to ask is if you could sum up, um, what is the impression you want to have on the world with your music, with your songwriting? If you could sum it up in like one phrase or one closing ending sentence i know that's a very difficult ask give it to me right now oh my god uh, <laughs> putting her on the spot here yeah i know but like i just i don't i don't know <laughs> i just like i wow 
I don't, how can I just sum all that of everything that I just said in some way? In one or two sentences, what's the impression you want to have with the music? Impression? Yeah. The Im- impact, the impression, and what do you want to do with your music? What's... I just, like, like I said, my goal with, like, the projects I put out is about giving you all an experience. I want you guys to feel like you are involved in a way. Like, oh, I like that. Like, like you're watching, like, Machine, for example, in Dark Shadow, it's like you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, think about it. Like, when you watch certain scenes of, like, a movie or a show, the music gets to you. The, the song choice will get to you, like, a certain emotional part and such. So that's, like, pretty much, like, my goal. I want to give you guys that experience with my songs and, and you know, I and I hope to, like, make you guys think, like, okay, wow, like, she's able to do it with everything that she's been through. Um, maybe I can do this too, whether it's music or anything, like just like I said, fight for your dreams. See, yeah. it wasn't that hard. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, tough. Oh, P.S. Cause he's going to get mad at me. Um, if I don't say his name, the professor that told me to go on LinkedIn, his name is Peter McLaughlin. So shout out Peter. There you go. Yeah. We got some shout outs. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to end on this note. Uh, Jihan, where can our audience find you? Social media links, uh, YouTube channels, mm-hmm. um, Spotify's, Apple, iTunes, wherever your music is. Yeah. Uh, let them know where to find you. My music is on all streaming platforms. And um, you can watch the music video, Jihan um, Machine, featuring Joey Diggs Jr. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on social media, Jihan Isria. So that's my mm-hmm. handle. There we go. Yeah. Short and sweet. Jihan, thank you so much mm-hmm. uh, for being here today. It was a lot of fun uh, getting to know you on an even more personal level. Um, remember, guys, you got one shot at this. Um, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Uh, be accepting. Be kind. Be who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. And you are going to accomplish such incredible things in this world. Thank you all for watching this episode of the Impression Podcast. Thank you, Icon Industries, for this beautiful setup. Um, any more shout outs? Professors, anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> Friends, family, I love you all. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I know I had a lot to say. Hey, that's that's why you're here. That's yeah. why you're here. So, Jan, thanks again. We will see you guys next week on the Impression Podcast. Bye. Good job.